0: Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton, also known as Elton John.
1: It's it's awesome. so good! Even, oh, so I'm Tosh Taylor, otherwise it's known as a bubblegum machine.
0: <laughs> so obviously if you're just listening to the podcast and not watching this, you want to go and look at the video on Rogers or on the Pickle Planet website or check out our socials to find some photos because we are dressed for Halloween because we have a very special topic today uh, and we are joined by Waldo, <laughs> if you can find him.
2: <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs>
0: He's also known as Andrew LeBlanc, who is the executive director of Atlantic Wellness, which is where we are at today. Thank you so much for having us here.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And maybe you would like to tell everyone why we are dressed (laughs) up for Halloween. And surrounded by candy. (laughs) There's boxes of candy and chips. There's a very specific reason that Mm -hmm. we are dressed up Well, it's
2: because we make bad choices, that's why. Uh, Or very
0: good ones, you know.
2: This is is a brunch meeting. Yeah, we're here today to talk about uh, the annual fundraiser for Atlantic Wellness. It's called Monster Trot. Normally there's a barbecue that goes with it, but because of uh, the pandemic, we are unfortunately not able to do that. So it's just the Monster Trot this year. Uh, It's a great family-friendly fundraiser where kids can come out and go trick-or-treating and get a whole bunch of candy and then go back home and parents can deal with the aftermath.
1: (laughs) Which we're fine with, quite frankly.
0: Well, especially because Monster Trot this year falls on the Saturday directly before the Sunday, which is Halloween, which is a fantastic, fantastic option. If you're worried about your kids being up really late Mm -hmm. on Sunday, you want to get most of the sugar rush out of the way on Saturday. This is a fantastic opportunity to get all those kind of check marks on your list of things you might want to
1: do as a parent. Exactly, <laughs> and you're supporting a great cause too. So imagine that all mm-hmm. these things go hand in hand in hand and I don't know how many years you've been going to Monster Trot. I was
0: thinking about that on the drive here this morning. So this is the ninth year for Monster wow. Trot. It is, yeah. So that makes it 2012 was the first one? Yeah, yeah. yes,
2: because yes. we would have skipped last year because of right. You know, so, the right. world collapsing. <laughs> no,
0: that thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't do math in my head. I'm like, is that 12? All I know is that. This is adding. This is is me adding. Yeah, this is how it works. Um, So our daughter is 10. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first year that we went as a family to Monster Trot. The boys had just been born. And I know that my boys were born in 2013. So I know in 2013, (laughs) I was at Centennial Park, which is where you guys had it at that point in time. And I did the walk around um, as the Scooby-Doo gang. Nice. We were dressed up as a family, as the Scooby-Doo gang. And at that point, because it was outdoors at Centennial Park, there was also a run that happened along with it. And so Alex did the 5K run, dressed up as Fred, while I took the kids around the loop and got all the candy. Perfect. Which, really, there was only one child who was going to eat any candy. And So, really, <laughs> was, I got to have candy. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the point of Halloween, though?
1: The it's parent the, tax? Take you. Oh, that, yeah. yeah.
0: Most definitely. It works much better though when
1: they're very young. <laughs> I get, our kids now are at the age where they're starting to get it. Andrew, your daughter too, I'm yeah. sure. She, she's understanding the parent tax now. Yeah. S-
2: slowly, when she goes back and realizes that it's not quite as full as it was when she was there yesterday. Yeah. I don't know, talk to mommy. She wants to. <laughs> yeah, just throw her under the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's kind. All yeah. me, it was definitely <laughs> me, definitely
1: me. So let's start things off like, um, do you want to talk about why you guys created the Monster Trot, like where did that idea come from?
2: Well, the, the idea originally came from uh, the original staff of Atlantic Wildness, Leslie and Danielle, uh, and the group of people that they were working with at the time when the Centre was first formed. They were looking for a way to um, really get the organisation out in the community, uh, to, to, to get the name out, but also to, to raise some funds for the Centre. Um, and obviously, you know, our, our fund development practices have grown substantially. The organisation is a lot bigger, and even this event has evolved. Quite a bit, like you said. So I think that's kind of the initial uh, setup for it, and uh, I believe the first one was actually in Riverview along the waterfront. Um,
0: it was. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember the signs. I remember thinking, "But this sounds like an amazing event."
2: Yeah. 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 And so it, it's picked up and grown from there. And before I worked for Atlantic Wellness. Uh, my band actually used to play at the event.
1: Wow. And it was,
2: and it was at Centennial and it was really cold and um, I couldn't <laughs> yes. feel my guitar. I, I just had to stop playing at one point. It was so cold, but we're inside now. It's at the, uh, the Mountain Coliseum in the Agrina Complex. And so the, the event has grown quite substantially since those days. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great time for us to put it together and connect with our community and also raise some money to, to pay for the services that we offer here.
1: So what are the services that you guys offer here?
2: Uh, in addition to free candy, uh, <laughs> uh, Atlantic Wellness is uh, a nonprofit organization that offers free mental health services to youth ages 12 to 21. So the primary thing that we offer is one-on-one counseling. Uh, and so young people uh, can com- come in and, and book a session through our, our clinic, which runs on Mondays and Thursdays. They can access long-term therapy and be assigned uh, a therapist. The nice thing about the services that we offer is you know, if you're going through insurance or private practice. Uh, Oftentimes your insurance would run out after four or five sessions and so there's no cost to any of the the mental health services that we provide here and so you can stay on from age 12 all the way until age 21. It allows you to build that real strong connection and relationship uh, with the therapist um, and you know that support's not going to go anywhere for you and that you have that reliable Outlet, I guess, for, uh, for mental health support. So that's the primary thing we do. The clinic was created in 2018 as a means of trying to help with the, the wait time challenge throughout the province. Wait times to get in to see anyone for mental health support is uh, quite substantial. And so the clinic, uh, it, when you call on Monday morning, Uh, you get a session for that night with a therapist uh, or you can book for the Thursday of that week as well so it's a same day clinic we're trying to get young people in uh, and accessing services as quickly as possible and while you're if you want to go on the waitlist for long-term service to be assigned a therapist you can still access the clinic while you're on the waitlist so there's no real downtime in being uh, able to not access uh, the mental health support you need.
0: Which is So key and such a a downfall in our system the way it's set up generally right now to have that service accessible here in Greater Moncton is just absolutely incredible and exactly the reason why everyone should be pouring money into this event and this centre to support you guys. Talk a little bit about how people can support you. It's not just the monster trash, which is of course the most fun way (laughs) to do it.
2: (laughs) Uh, We have a number of different fundraising events throughout the year. Uh, We will have uh, a campaign launching uh, in December uh, on Giving Tuesday Which I guess is actually November 30th, but uh, so that'll be our annual giving campaign. We run that every year and so um, The bulk of our funding comes from our community directly. It's from small businesses It's from individuals who want to donate to support a local organization um, that they know is having a big impact in the community and so uh, donors can, can go on our website, that's the easiest way to do it, and you can donate right online. Uh, you can donate via check, um, uh, or, or whatever is uh, most comfortable for you. Um, and obviously there's in-kind things that we work with people on as well. And It's harder, you know, we don't have a ton of volunteer opportunities as an organization, uh, compared to like a, a youth program or something like that, because we're very clinically based, and so our staff are all licensed counseling therapists. and. Uh, but there's lots of uh, great ways to get involved and, and lots of ways that you can contribute to the organization. So.
1: There's one actually that I, I want to mention because it's only on for the rest of the month. Uh, Chickadee Apparel is yes. a young gal yes. in Riverview who started up this clothing apparel company. Uh, her name's Emma and she's got really great like kind of like hiking, camping sort of clothing but really it's just t-shirts and and tank tops and, and sweaters. Nice. And she's mm. got these really cool crew neck sweaters and I was gonna bring mine to, and I totally forgot, but anyway, I picked <laughs> one up. But it says, keep moving forward. And if you buy these sweaters, a portion of the proceeds from those sweaters for the month of October um, is going right here, which I thought was fantastic. That yeah, was like, for me, I was right. like, done. I was gonna get one anyway, but <laughs> 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 these are great. Pick it up now. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So she's just Chickadee Apparel online. You can find her Instagram, Facebook and what have you. She's great
2: which is really inspiring to see young people getting involved too. And I think that's one of the things we're seeing is that young people are getting more involved in the conversation around mental health uh, in a real leadership way. And they're really driving the conversation in our communities. So that, it's really inspiring to see them getting involved to this degree and, and to this level. So we definitely want to thank uh, everyone involved in that for, uh, for supporting. Thank you for buying the, uh, the apparel and, and supporting Atlantic Wellness and her too. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. One of the stats that you guys usually put out is you know what a donation means in terms of counseling hours for yeah. uh, for youth what is that number
2: so a donation of eighty five dollars is one hour of therapy uh, and so you can you can donate uh, one hour of therapy on the website or you can do more than that we have it broken down so it's easily accessible or uh, you can do a half hour of therapy so but we try and, and make it uh, easy to understand like that, just because Mm -hmm. then you know what you're getting for your donation, right? So, and the nice thing too is that um, the pandemic created lots of problems for everybody, but one of the good things that came out of it for us is that it forced us into telehealth and virtual counseling, uh, which has been a great snap for young people because now, you know, if you live in a more rural area and have transportation challenges where you can't get into the city to come into the building, you can now access video or telephone or text therapy with us. Uh, and that's not going anywhere, even once the pandemic is, is gone, I'm mean, assuming that will happen, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, you know that we're gonna keep that around. So there's lots of ways that you can get involved now. So when you're donating to our center, you're providing a lot of different opportunities for young people who might've, might've struggled to get in before. Now there's even more ways that you can make sure that they're having access to mental health support.
1: That's fantastic. So now um, when we talk about who it's available to, you don't have to be like, your parents don't have to be out of, a, out of a certain income bracket or anything like that. It's anybody.
2: No, that's right. So we don't do any, any check like that. If you're 16 and older, you can actually self refer into the center as well. So you don't need parental consent. You can just you come in on your own. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no limitations at all. It's, uh, it's not about that. It's just making sure that there's barrier free access. So we're trying to cut down on wait times, financial barriers, transportation barriers. We, uh, we we don't want any youth to ever have something in the way of getting them the support they need.
0: Which is just absolutely fantastic. It gives me goosebumps every time <laughs> I hear you talk about what the center does and when I hear some of the people who have accessed the service, you know, when you guys do your your awards, your champions night and yeah. you know, you have various testimonials that you've put up online over the years and it just it it is life changing what is happening in this building and in this community. And it's just, it's so fantastic to think that we can all be part of that in some way, even if it's as simple as going out trick-or-treating, we can still contribute to that success.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what community mental health is about. It's about coming together as as a collective and trying to provide support to one another and we're involved in a number of different groups as well we're a partner with uh, u-turns through the united way and that's a a collaboration of many different community agencies that are here to try and support young people in a variety of different capacities so it's great to see the collaboration it's great to see everybody working together and uh, you know we wouldn't be here our doors virtual or otherwise would not be open without the support of our community and so I think uh, our organization simply existing is a real testament of the fact that our community is willing to step up and help when uh, there's people in need.
1: Before we get back to talking about Monster Trot <laughs> and this chocolate that's making me drool, um, but as the executive director, what do you want to see in the future for Atlantic Wellness? Do you want to grow? Do you want to um, be more a bigger part of the community? Do you want to you know take over the biggest building downtown? <laughs> what's what's your plan? <laughs> world domination. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. yes to all of that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: That's what I thought. <laughs>
2: um, yeah you know we, we do have plans to try and expand. Uh, our goal ultimately is just to reach as many young people as possible. Uh, like I mentioned telehealth has helped us branch out. Um, we've even seen people and I think we've had one person from St. John and outside of the southeast region we've, we've started to really branch out and so we want to see more of that. Uh, We know that our model uh, is a really successful one, and so we're really trying to work with the provincial government. One, to get sustainable funding. So if you're listening, we need sustainable funding. (laughs) Please (laughs) follow through. (laughs) Um, And and two, to try and expand the model uh, around uh, the province a little more because we know that it has had a really positive impact. Uh, and we just want to be a part of the solution. So when we look at things like the Provincial Center of Excellence that's coming around, how can we be a part of that you know, step-down process for young know, people who might come out of there and need to transition back into the community, or how can we support uh, more rural communities who don't have a whole lot of access to services. There's still a lot of challenges that need to be addressed, and so we're looking to grow our organization in order to do that. I will say we are looking uh, to probably uh, expand our physical location. Um, we very quickly outgrew the building that we're in right now. It's a great spot. We love the location, um, but the center just keeps growing on us, and the the, the demand keeps increasing. The more we talk about it, the more the the, the demand increases. So, we uh, we're gonna have to keep growing to to meet up to meet that demand.
0: Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, touching on you talked about trying to reach out to more of the rural communities. This isn't just a downtown Moncton kind of yeah. operation, even though that's where the building is. I know. In the past, before the pandemic, you guys even did some outreach youth groups at some of the schools. I know in Salisbury, there was a, there was a session happening out there.
2: Right. And in January, we actually have a dedicated outreach therapist that will be starting with us. Fantastic. Uh, and so she's going to be working you know, with schools, with organizations like Youth Quest right up the road from us. Uh, right now, we one afternoon, we provide uh, counselling there, um, so it's off-site. So again, you know, young people who have a hard time getting into our facility, we want to go to you. We want to make sure that um, no one has any of those barriers. Uh, and we know that sometimes it's easier for young people if they're getting the support right in the school so they don't have to leave. So you know, if that's a, a partnership that we can create, then uh, I think the Outreach Therapist is going to be able to have a big impact as well.
1: Fantastic. I love seeing that and like I think you guys outgrowing this building is a testament to teenagers these days actually taking care of themselves and actually taking care of their mental health. I know when I was in high school in the nineties, that is not something we talked about, right? <laughs> Ever. It was like backstreet boys and Nirvana. So there was a, that was
0: Nirvana was my <laughs> therapist. Those yeah. two choices. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was grunge and pop. Can't you tell? I've got a hole in my pants and Doc Martin's on. <laughs> And a bubblegum top.
0: (laughs) All right. before we dive into all of our musical tastes, why don't we talk a little bit more about the event that's happening on October 30th, Monster Trot, and just kind of walk people through, because I realize, you know, we kind of skipped over some of the detail at the beginning, Mm -hmm. assuming that people know exactly what this is like, so why don't you kind of break down the whole process of what the event is like and how people can take part.
2: Sure, so the event is a trick-or-treating event for families uh, and so tickets are on sale right now. If you go to atlanticwellness.org, you can find the link uh, and you can go buy, buy tickets. We are encouraging everyone to pre-register because we're, we're, we're selling tickets in blocks this year so you can book for the 12, the one or the two timeframe. Um, just with COVID, we wanna try and keep things as separate as possible. Uh, it only takes about 10 to 15 minutes to go through the whole thing so don't feel like you need to show up right at 12 you have uh you have some time um so the way it works is you you come in uh and then you with your family go around to different booths that are sponsored by local businesses uh, and you just trick or treat get some candy we're going to have a raffle there as well uh, and some prizes to give away normally we, like i said we would have a barbecue and some other things but uh with covid we, we obviously can't be gathered for any length of time and so this year we do have a, a really strong covid plan so everyone should be aware that you will have to provide proof of vaccination and ID according to the provincial government regulations. Um, everybody will have to wear a mask and we will be physically distancing as well so everything will be taped off on the floor when the space opens in front of you then you can go get more candy. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and just in case people haven't been before and you're wondering you get a ton of candy. A ton. Like this is you know this is a very fantastic trick-or-treat opportunity it's not like oh here's one little baggie yeah. of a few little things. No you guys get all kinds of donations from the community. So if people want to help out, they can drop off some of these boxes of candy or chips or or things like that for you guys to be able to give out. And you know, it's $10 a ticket for those who are going to trick or treat. Your child will come away with way more than $10 worth of candy. (laughs) Plus the money then goes to help the center. So buy your ticket because it's amazing.
2: And if that's not a selling feature, then they'll come back with way less than $10 (laughs) worth of candy. Don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) Just, just find Waldo. He'll help you out with the candy situation. Yeah. You know, one of the most
2: incredible sights for us is on the setup day, the day before, we fill a U-Haul truck with candy. Oh my it's gosh! Unbelievable. It's and unbelievable. glorious,
1: <laughs> all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> just shut the door. I'll be in here. <laughs> I'm, here I'm just gonna ride okay. in the back.
2: Keep
1: it a safe. Uh, but like like Jenna said, you guys are taking donations um, are, of yeah. this stuff that's in front of us. Um, so people drop them off right up until the day of.
2: Uh, the, the day before, okay. probably. So the uh, I guess I gotta look at my calendar. The twenty eighth would be the <laughs> Thursday before the event. Yeah. That'll be our last day. Okay. Uh, because Friday we won't be here because we'll be at the Coliseum setting up. The entrance is uh, a green sea. The complex. So the entrance is around back of the Coliseum. Uh, but yeah, you can drop off candy here at Atlantic Wellness, also Hayward Healthy Homes in Riverview, which I believe is 6 Trites Road. Um, you can go and drop off candy. They've agreed to be uh, a drop-off location for us as well. So, Perfect. Yeah. We get lots of donations from the community. Sobeys is a big help and Costco is, uh, has made a donation as well for us and uh, the Candy Depot as well is supporting us so and i probably shouldn't have listed names because i'm sure there's people that i've forgotten so <laughs> well and there's
0: okay. still time for more to come yeah. so just yeah. uh, you'll all get your shout out on their social media afterwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's very sure. true I, I know i'm saying that I, i'm sorry I'm putting she's, words making in <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: making promises she's making promises i've seen it in the past i yeah. believe it's gonna happen <laughs> sorry about that i think um, one of my favorite things about it too though as a parent when you're trying to get your kids halloween costume together You have Mm -hmm. to always build it big enough for a snowsuit underneath. With this (laughs) event you don't, so if your kid has something that they want to wear, my kids are always super excited because they actually get to wear the costume they want to wear at Mm -hmm. Monster Trot because it's inside. Uh, which I think is a brilliant idea, and I mean, we're just there as parents to carry their stuff anyway, so you might as well carry their coats and let them run free in in their (laughs) costume that they choose to be in. Well, and
0: it's a great opportunity too, if you, you know, put a lot of effort into a costume, or you like to do family costumes, it's a great chance for everyone to be together, and you're not, like you said, because you're kind of going from booth to booth, kids aren't running off down the road ahead of you, you stay Mm -hmm. together, so your costume makes sense that that's a pet peeve of mine when we do a family costume and then my children run away and I'm like my costume doesn't make sense anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now she's just Velma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that who you were yes. in Scooby-Doo? I was in, Velma, Scooby-Doo? Okay. Uh, in Scooby-Doo,
0: yes. No. I was Velma uh, and I was uh, in the Doodle Bops. We've <laughs> done Princess and uh, Paper Bag Princess heading off to Monster Trot. I was trying to remember all the different Monster Trot costumes we've done because that's the other fun thing of if you're like me and you really like costumes, monster trot is like that whole other opportunity where you can just, you know, you can have a monster trot outfit and then you have your trick or treating outfit. And you know, it it does happen sometimes in our family like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of our first monster trot. Sarah was uh, Alice in Wonderland and Aaron was still like in the carrier. Um, So I just made her like the cat hat and I I crocheted her a tail to hang off of my carrier and then I went as the bunny. I just put bunny ears on. Sometimes it's easier than (laughs) than what Jenna puts together. (laughs) This was
0: not difficult. This is all just stuff that was in my house this morning that I did in like 10 minutes.
1: Literally. (laughs) And sometimes and again, it's that easy. Yeah. Then again,
0: you have to be the type of person who has this stuff just yeah. in their house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I've got to ask Andrew, how many years have you been wearing the Waldo costume? Because uh, I'm sure Waldo's I don't know come. you without the Waldo costume.
2: <laughs> this is standard staff attire. <laughs> yeah, for, you guys uh, all dress as Waldo, we right? We do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ironically, because we want it to be easier for people to find us <laughs> in the crowd. So I, I love guess, it. I guess the the logic is there. So
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: And I just wanted to mention too, we talked about uh, wearing costumes and we have had this question. Halloween mask does not count as COVID mask, so your Iron Man, Iron Man mask does not protect you from COVID. Uh, so <laughs> Iron Man
0: might protect you from a lot, but yeah. you know, yeah. not, not the uh,
2: pandemic. Not the pandemic. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's valid. I actually it's wouldn't true. have thought of that. Uh, yeah. so, I, I, yeah. I've written
0: that one out a few times already this season, like, yes, no. <laughs> Halloween masks are not community masks. Yes. need
1: both.
0: <laughs> lots of layers, lots of protection. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alright, so again, remind people where they can find out information about Atlantic Wellness and Monster Trot.
2: Sure, everything you need to know about the Centre and the event is on AtlanticWellness.org. We're also on Facebook, so you can uh, check our page out there and, and reach out to us if you have any questions at all about booking tickets uh, or about the services that we're offering. Please don't hesitate to, uh, to reach out and, and let us know.
0: Yes, and I'd love to, you mentioned uh, the free clinic sessions that you do. Uh, you guys post reminders with the phone number when That's the, right, the yeah. lines open up. So it's a great uh, great page to follow for reminders for that as well. And of course, you know, go buy your tickets, show us some pictures of your outfits, because mm-hmm. obviously we love seeing your Halloween outfits. And my last final plug will be uh, donations and fantastic gifts for your teachers. Oh, yeah. Teachers don't want more stuff. Make a donation to mental health <laughs> services. They appreciate that.
1: That's a brilliant idea. It's
0: it's kind of my go-to now.
1: I love it. I yeah. love it. Andrew, thanks for joining us today and and for being willing to be in costume <laughs> with us. We're <laughs> welcome. Okay.
2: Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs>